you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live in New York City. It is Tuesday, October 4th. October October? 4th. That's right. That works, too. Just a couple days in the city for me. You know, guys? That's all. Tolanoa Hufanga. Tolanoa Hufanga. October's hard, though. Tolanoa October. Fucktober. We love you, Tolanoa. Wow. Out of the gate. It's going to be a great show. Sarah Walsh alongside Kyle Brett, Peter Schrager, and our Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourt. The rest of the show is going to go so much better than this. Let's go. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Time for the lead block. Let's go to Rams, 49ers, the Hufanga Invitational, guys. Here we go. 24 to 9, guys. The Niners just uh, really, really had their way with the Rams, as they often do in that stadium, certainly during the regular season. But let's hear what Kyle Shanahan, how he would put it, and, oh, a sultry Jimmy Garoppolo after the win. And that was a big one, obviously. Um, still counts the same, but anytime you win one in your division, um, and coming off how we were last week, um, we needed to play good, and um, I thought we did. Not perfect at all, but um, definitely played better. It's always nice to beat these guys' division game, and just, uh, I don't know, every time we play the Rams, it's a dogfight. It always is, and always usually comes down to, you know, the last couple minutes, and I think Huff made a huge play for us at the end there to kind of seal it for us. Saturday. Tell me. So it was a big division win for San Francisco last night. Peter, we'll start with you. What impressed you the most about the Niners' dominant victory? That's the, the word, Sarah. Dominance, complete dominance. We're talking sacks. We're talking game-changing plays on offense. But I think the Niners have a new star, and I think we got to meet him last night. Talanoa Hufanga. <laughs> Try again. Talanoa Hufanga. There you go. Perfect. I've been practicing in my mirror for the last three hours. You're like a sicky doing the gritty in your mirror. It's, you're it's, saying hello. It's not a lot better in the mirror than it did there. This guy is an absolute sensation. Second-year player at a USC. 
Uh, trains with Troy Palomalu in the offseason uh, sort of has the same kind of game-changing feel sure. when he makes this play. This was the game. This was the iceberg. And if you know, the Niners have dominated the Rams in the regular season over the last three years. It is what it is. This kid right here, <laughs> Hufanga, has been playing incredible since training camp. And then in week one, two, and three, it was like he's all over the field. You saw him on Sunday night against the Broncos. Jason, you did the way to play. It was the best play in the week last week because mm. he did a proper tackle when he went in on it. Um The Niners, they have consistency on defense, and D'Amico Ryans brings it every single game. And they had a challenge here. The Rams beat us last year in the playoffs. We're not happy about it. Don't worry. I've got it. They rotate some of the players. You get new faces. Some guys leave, but the core is still there. When you've got Bosa and you've got Armstead, who was out yesterday at times, and then you've got, of course, the guys in the back end like Jimmy Ward out again. Now you've got this guy. Hufanga is going to be a problem in this league, and we have a new star in San Francisco, and I think mm. he was the game changer last night. He was. Talanoa flies around the field. He just jumps Why off. Why does it roll right off your tongue? Yeah, it, was, it seemed easy when you said I, it. I told you, when he did the way to play, I was at home. See, you did it in a mirror the yeah. night before I was studying. So I, I got Say it one time for the viewers. Talanoa Hufanga. He's got it. Broadcast boot camp. Mm. Got it. Hey, that you is, should go that by and get a few exactly. reps in. Get in some LA in. in April, go out there, refine <laughs> your game, get better, work on your craft is how we like to say it. Yeah. But Hufanga, big plays is what it was all about. And for the 49ers offense last night, that's what they were able to do. Get big plays that led to points. Debo Samuel, 57-yard catch. Jeff Wilson getting a handoff right from Jimmy G, taking it 30 yards, just sprinting by the entire Rams defense. And Jimmy didn't throw a pass. He didn't have to throw it 50 yards in the air. Get the ball five yards, get it in Debo Samuel's hands, and watch him do the rest. Hand the ball off to Jeff Wilson. Let him use his speed and get to the end zone. Juice, the fullback, throw a three-yard out to him. You take it 35 yards up the sideline. That's what the 49ers offense was all about. We're going to run the ball. We're going to run screens. We're going to get the ball in our playmakers' hands early and let them do the work. And Jimmy G executed that perfectly. Their offense didn't blow them out of the water, but when you make big plays, it's the fastest way to get points on the board. This was a big game. McVay's never started 2-2. Two two. His worst start ever is 3-1. and one. He's never been in this situation. Stafford looks rough, yes. and we're going to talk about him a lot later, but this, this is the Niners' day. Attention spans so short these days, if anyone didn't watch the game, you're just like, just give me one picture to show what this game is about. Just one single image I can just flip through. This is the picture. Like That, that is it. That is, that is Bosa coming right at Stafford, unchecked, and like, just get the ha- that is a faces of death type picture. Like, the old VHS videotapes from the 80s. That is the that is the game. If you didn't want to see one second of the game, that's all you need to see. Um, there's problems with the Rams offense, but here's what I'd say for the Niners defense. The Rams, lightning quick, McVay, Stafford, Super Bowl champs. 14-play drive, field goal. 10-play drive, field goal. 16-play mm. drive, field goal. 13-play mm. drive, Fumble. That's their scoring. This is the Sean McVay Rams. This is like, there's no big plays. There's no electricity. And they better hope that it is Talanoa Hufanga who's doing that and that it is Bosa and that it is the Niners D is just playing their lights out because the Rams have not looked good. They've never been 2-2. Two two. Stafford, we got to get to it. He's either injured, uncomfortable, or old, or all three, but he can't be none. Because I know the Niners D is good. Telano Hufanga is not that good. I mean, he's a really nice young player, and I get it. And he trains with Palomalo, and they have the same barber, and that's great. But uh, there's problems right now with the Rams. And as we start the show, Niners give them credit. They had no big plays. They smacked them around. It's the last five pick sixes the Niners have had have come against the Rams 
and or Stafford with the Lions. Ah. You nailed it. Something about this guy. They seem to have Something about it. They can get him. Interesting. I want to go back to what you said about give credit to the Niners. Got to. And give credit to a guy that probably doesn't get enough. Jimmy Garoppolo. Because Mm -hmm. let's go back to a season. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Let's go back. Because the numbers are not going to be flashy, right? But if you go back to a season ago when he last played for the Niners. Well, not last week. But you know what I mean? Go back. And in that game against the Rams, his last Pass attempts, he went one for six on his final passes, negative three yards and interception, and you think his career is over there. Like, that was that was the end of that yeah. game, the end of his career in San Francisco. And then to think that he's stepping on the field last night where he was a season ago against this team, that has to be somewhat in his mind, right, oh, yes. because of the way things ended last year. You're not asking him to go throw for 400 yards. What are you asking him to do? Exactly what Jason said. Distribute the ball. Take care of the football. He did all of that. Like, where was a big turnover? forced by the Rams. It was, I mean, again, it's it's never sexy to give the credit to the guy that's not flashy and is not in the end zone, but Jimmy G did exactly what they needed Jimmy G to do on a national stage in his second game back now, a big improvement from last week to this week. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you just, you know, you don't get the credit if you don't have the yeah, flashy plays. True. How many people would have liked their quarterback to just not turn it over, manage the game this weekend? And he did exactly that last night. He did. We, ha- we have the shot. Before we get to time post, we have the Jimmy G hero shot. Can we just run this? Throw, throw the Jimmy G hero shot. He deserves this. What do we got? I love a Jimmy G hero shot. So it feels like a few weeks ago we were hearing all these weird reports that Jimmy G is at the facility but not joining with the team. He's working out and throwing on the side. No, he's just beating the Rams by a few touchdowns. He is the man. Let's go. And by the way, maybe the most unheralded thing in all of that is how much of a distraction could he have been last year with the way. And and if it's anybody else, he could have been a huge distraction last year. He never was. He could have been a huge distraction this year. He never was. He sort of just quietly goes to work and last night quietly gets the job done. So guess what, Sarah? He gets Mm. he gets incentives. He could hit sixteen million dollars and he hits free agency. And guess what? Jimmy might be the one laughing at the end of this thing. No doubt about it. I hope he is. Good for Jimmy G. (laughs) He still knows how to give us a heart attack, though. Yeah, I know. That throw to Debo was really <laughs> close. But then he took it to the house. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Forget that part, Kyle. That doesn't go with my narrative. I know, narrative. I know. Uh, we want to welcome in our NFL insider, Tom Pelissero. Tom, week four in the books. There were a lot of big-name injuries that we're keeping an eye on. What should we be looking at right now as we look ahead towards week five? Well, Sarah, let's start with Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa. Coach Mike McDaniel said still too early to speak about a timetable for Tua returning from his concussion. But McDaniel said it is safe to say Tua will be out for this Sunday's game against the Jets. That is obviously no surprise. Tua is still in the concussion protocol, also has been dealing with a sore neck. He's undergone a lot of different tests. They've all come back clean. Tua put out a statement saying he's feeling better, focused on getting back on the field with his teammates. But for now, it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater starting against the Jets. Meanwhile, Tua is going to speak with investigators from the NFL and NFLPA who continue to look into his concussion check. That interview should happen within the next couple of days. Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson, a surprise popping up on the injury report yesterday, listed as limited in an estimated injury report because of a right shoulder injury. Now, Coach Nathaniel Hackett said that Wilson just got dinged up in the game. He's a little bit sore. My understanding is just dealing with a little bit of tendonitis. He threw it fine against the Raiders. Full expectation he's going to be good to go on Thursday night against the Colts. For Indianapolis, there's a possibility one of their stars may not be on the field. That's running back 
Jonathan Taylor, who suffered an ankle injury on Sunday against the Titans. Taylor underwent an x-ray and an MRI. That all came back clean, but short week here with an ankle. He was listed as did not participate on the injury report. Also was dealing with a mild case of turf toe last week. So that's going to be something to monitor here over the next 72 hours or so leading up to kickoff. The Colts, by the way, Sarah, also going to be without linebacker Shaquille Leonard. He has already been ruled out after he suffered a concussion on Sunday. Mm. Uh, Colts right now needing all the help they can get. They need that Jonathan Taylor out there on offense especially. All right. Thank you, Tom. Pack your bags. Mm. MJ Acosta Ruiz and David Carr are taking you on the ultimate NFL road trip to the UK. NFL Total Access live all week from London starting tonight at 7 Eastern. That is right here on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So week four is in the books. Let's take a look at where we stand in the NFC. The Eagles at the top, of course, the last unbeaten team in the NFL. And then there's the Cowboys, the Giants, the Vikings, and Packers. They're all sitting at three and one. Both the Rams and Niners are among seven teams, all sitting at two and two. So we've gone through four weeks of football now, about a quarter of the way through the season. Which team in the NFC has impressed you the most? Jason, we'll start with you. Yeah, there's been a few teams that you can kind of put on that list. Some have surprised you and, and all of that. But the most impressive team by far has been the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know they made the playoffs last year. Some people picked them to win the division this year. There are high expectations coming in. But the new additions for them on that football team, A.J. Brown, you'll see right there, started off the season hot versus the Lions going for about 150 yards. He's averaging 100 yards per game on six catches. James, James Bradbury, a guy who came over from a division rival, the Giants, has two interceptions, a pick six, 
and four pass breakups. He is balling this year. And then Hassan Reddick, a guy, Camden kid, went to Temple. Now he's on this team. Mm -hmm. He wrecked the game last week with two forced fumbles, and he recovered them, and he already has three and a half sacks. The new additions to this football team has been big, and it's what's propelled them to the undefeated record so far in the first month of the season, and they have been so impressive to watch. They have, and they're the headliner, and they've been dominant. They've just been incredible. I I can't remember a time in my entire adult life I've liked the Cowboys more than I do right now. I love what they have going on. I love this version of the Cowboys because my complaint with the Cowboys has always been more sizzle than steak. This is just pure steak, medium rare, porterhouse. They got a thing going on now where they went ugly, and I I don't know if, if the Cowboys as a company like that. I don't know how their merchandise sales are doing. I don't care. I know how their win column is doing, and it's win, win, win. They got this Cooper Rush thing going in which there's a formula. Cooper Rush throws for about 180 yards. He throws one touchdown and zero picks and hands it off, and they win. Tony Pollard plays ball. Zeke Elliott looks motivated. CeeDee Lambs never looked more comfortable. And there's it now begins this, like, what do we do here? Because this is getting really interesting. They're 3-1. and one. They won three in a row. And I don't need to pull up the schedule for the love of God, please. But now we're going at the Rams. If Cooper Rush plays again this weekend, and it's the same thing, and they win 25-17, to 17, now we got four in a row. And it's like, well, Dak's ready. A hand feels better. The next week, they're at Philadelphia on national television. Mm. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Mm. If Cooper Rush plays that game, and he beats the Eagles, a hypothetical. In Philly. In Philly, and they get to 5-1, and one, then you have a full-blown you-cannot-take-him-out. On the flip side. What if Dak comes back for the Philly game and Dak is not pretty and he throws two picks and a fumble and they lose? Then it's like, well, hold on a second. We had a winning streak going. This is no longer the, oh, ha, ha, do Cooper Rush is going to take Dak's job. Of course Dak is more talented. Of course Dak is the man. Of course Dak is the future. There is something in sports, in a locker room, in a huddle of momentum and chemistry. And I, I have not seen this from the Cowboys in a long time. They're kind of like the Giants. Yeah. Their games are ugly as hell. Yep. And who cares? And they win. Mm-hmm. They got something right now. And it's going to be fascinating to see how they play it. Because Jerry was already doing the thing after the game the other day. And he's got 27 mics around him. He's saying, you know, Dak needs to be able to grip the ball. Now, that is already very slippery. It's coded yeah. right there. What does that mean, <laughs> grip the ball? And I think we're at a place where, oh, Dak's, Dak's 90%. Why don't we wait till he's 100%? You know, for Dak's long-term future. We, we're thinking about Dak here. You know, it's like Cooper can play. It's really good. Yeah. And if he starts this weekend and beats the Rams, we got a full-blown thing. And I'm so here for it. I've never liked the Cowboys more. That's such a great take. And, you know, we both were raised on Bill Simmons' sports writing. Sure. That, what you're talking about is called the Ewing theory. When your best player, and in that case it was Patrick Ewing, goes down, other guys rise up. Mm-hmm. He also has something called the nobody believes in us theory, a team that everyone picked elsewhere, that you start galvanizing around. Nobody believes in us. Falcons lose week one to the Saints. It's one of those tough losses mm. where they could have had it. Tough decision. Arthur Smith gets to the microphone after the game. And take a listen to the Falcons head coach. You guys wrote our obituary uh, back in, in May. And you'll continue to write our obituary. Who cares? Because we got 16 games. And if we don't learn from this and get better, write whatever you all want. The same guys that you guys ranked as 45th. You buried us in May. Bury us again. We don't care. We'll get back to work. Thank you. That was week one. Yeah. Week one, he's saying that. Week two, they're down 28 to three. Oh, man. Come all the way back. And then week three, they start coming alive. And it's like, we're the Falcons. Literally nobody picked us. Nobody. Nobody believed in us. Nobody was rooting for us. Nobody understood us. And even now, the way they're playing, 
And it's it's a week a week three win against them. It's a week four win against them. Even the way they're playing is pissing people off. All I get tweets about yeah. is, why isn't Kyle Pitts doing anything on my fantasy team? Yeah. Why is Drake London not being a part of the pro- I love this Falcons team. Love this Falcons team and how unorthodox their style is. Love this team and the way that they're getting contributions from everyone. Take a look at their second half. Cordero Patterson goes down with the injury, right? Who is Tyler Algier, rookie out of BYU? Who is Caleb Huntley, second-year guy who had one snap going into this game? Who is Avery with? And guess what? They lose Patterson. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be upset about. They'll they'll be all right because they'll find a way. Um, you're asked who the most impressive team is. I think everyone penciled this Falcons year as a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. You'll draft a quarterback. You'll go from there. And then Falcons are two and two. They're atop the NFC South right now, right there with the Buccaneers. They play them this weekend. Kind of yeah. like the vibe. And Arthur Smith is a little salty. Falcons might be the team that nobody talked about. The Bengals last year mm-hmm. who do a little thing <laughs> in a wide open NFC. Yeah. Sarah yeah. made this point earlier about we're talking about the best quarterbacks in the NFC, and it's like Cooper Rush, Geno Smith. Peter, I just heard you say, I love this Falcons team. When is the last time you have said that out loud? It's been a while. They're not a bloated salary cap. They're not, they're like yeah. tight. Yeah. They're they're tough. They're, they're, they're tough. Yeah. And you played for Arthur Smith when you were in Tennessee. This is a guy who's been through the ranks, grinding, and that salt, I don't think we saw that last year in his first year. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that, like, it's us against the world thing. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. It was quality control when I was in Tennessee. Quality control on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, really? Went over to the offense's quality control, then tight ends coach, then moving up offensive (laughs) coordinator. So he went all through the gamut to get to where he is. Love, Arthur. I'm not going to change my answer, but when you played that Arthur Smith (laughs) soundbite, I was kind of like, fired up. I, I'm over on the, Fal- on the Falcon side of things. All right, I'm going to go Giants. And we talked about it yesterday because when the, the question is who's impressed you the most. I don't think they've been the most impressive team out there, right? But who's impressed me the most on, on the way this season started for them. If you go back, I was visiting you guys in this show and hosting in the summer. And I think all we did is Giants. And they were yeah. just getting ripped. And, it's like, yeah. and I remember, I remember <laughs> Shrake, you doing that run, that Daniel Jones run against the Bucks when he started. And you're yeah. like, we keep going back to this highlight. It's from his first oh, season. Oh, from Tampa, yeah. Yeah, and then, we and, showed, and then we're showing great runs from him yesterday. So Brian Dable comes into this situation where his two star players, Daniel Jones, huge question mark on Jones, huge question mark on Saquon Barkley. Just always drama. You're in the hot seat from day one. You haven't even played a game, and that's what happens when you're a coach of the Giants. Look at Saquon Barkley. All the questions so far, I mean, this is the Saquon Barkley we saw back at Penn State. This guy is going off. This is a huge target on your back in a hot market team that you're always going to have so much noise surrounding, and he's answering the call. Daniel Jones running through people. And then the best part, I don't see it in the highlights here, is Saquon playing quarterback. I know. It's it was the awesome. Way I know. They've been doing it. I mean, Saquon's playing quarterback. What else do you need me to do? Do you need me to play wide receiver? We'll and they might, because you look at the laundry list <laughs> that they have there. Like, they might have to go that route. Yeah, Saquon can do it. And so I think impressive just in terms of creativity, impressive in terms of the heat that has been on that team. They have impressed me the most because they are are three and one with all eyeballs on them, all the doubters on them. And so far, they've answered the ball. So hats off to Dable on what he's done in his very early tenure there in New York. It's really cool. Talking Giants and Falcons. It's, it's different. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He is going deep for Quez Watkins, who has it, goes in for the touchdown. Fakes, rolls, walks in, touchdown. Hurts back. He's looking, he fires, completes it, leaning in. Is it a touchdown? We wait, yes, it is a touchdown to A.J. Brown. Hurts is going to dash, he dives, and he is into the end zone. He's going deep, he wants Devontae Smith, who has it down to the two. Takes it across the five and rolls down to the two. And is he in? Yes! We damn good. Damn good. Yes, you are. Yes, you are, my friend. We in or we out at the segment we do on Tuesdays. I present a statement. You guys tell me if you agree, disagree. There's only one undefeated team left in football, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles. And in the weather conditions, down 14, they came all the way back, and they reigned supreme. One month into the season, Jalen Hurts has been a sensation. How good has he been? Here is the statement. Remember back in the Major League Baseball or NBA, you'd have an all-star team and Mm -hmm. you'd have one person start at each position? Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts has been the best quarterback in the entire NFC this season. We in or we out? Jason McCourty. 100% in. So far this season, there hasn't been a quarterback in the NFC that has been better than Jalen Hurts. I don't know if there's been a quarterback in the NFL that has been better than Jalen Hurts. And he's just taking this thing by storm. All offseason, all the question marks were, is Jalen Hurts going to be good enough to really get this Eagles offense over the hump? Yes, they brought in A.J. Brown, but can he get him the ball? And he has done so. Jason Kelsey said this week, he is the definition of a Philadelphia athlete. Everybody has bought into the Jalen Hurts hype, and he has done nothing to make anyone second guess it. Whether it's throwing the ball, running the ball, he's made play after play and has led his team to an undefeated record. I'm 100% in on Jalen Hurts first month of the season. Mm. Sarah? Mm. Mm. I I want the same reaction from you guys. Okay. Okay, so... I did this by process of elimination. So you go NFC and, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you, you can't say that right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it hasn't been the start that they want. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers would tell you that it, it's not where he's at. Tom Brady, no, hasn't been the start that they want. Hasn't been Tom Brady-like numbers. 
Matthew Stafford. We saw that last night. Yep. So because my first inclination is like, okay, we're going to go down this. It's probably not. J- and then where are you? Where's your? Where are you coming to? I don't you're, know. you're coming to Jalen Hurts. You need a champion to beat him. And Second in the NFC in passing right now. Second in touchdowns accounted for. They are the undefeated team. He has done what he has mm-hmm. to do. And I don't know that you can make an argument for someone else in the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I mean, when this is all said and done, do you not think that the Aaron Rodgers and the Brady's of the world are going to be mm-hmm. right where they mm-hmm. probably will end up? Yes, that's what makes them who they are. But four games into this thing, mm-hmm. I, I can't make an argument for anybody else. I know what you mean. Wait, yeah. I didn't get the reaction. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm. Ooh wee! <laughs> That's coming up. Tease. Right, it depends on how you want to go about this. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to bring up, well, he is undefeated and he has the best stats. There's also this like, Rogers is like, give me ten minutes with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, and why don't you see what I can do? All right, you think that guy has a pretty nice setup? Uh, there's that. Uh, at five minutes, just give me two reps, and I'll beat anybody in the league with those guys. Also, there's a pound for pound factor. I think the best has been Jalen Hurts, sure. Yeah. The most impressive by far to me has been Cooper Rush. Like, that's, that's been the guy that I've uh, Steps in out of nowhere, has not thrown an interception, has just as many losses as Jalen Hurts yeah. does in the same division. They may be on the collision course in a few weeks. I don't know. But I've loved what he has done. Calm, presence, all that stuff. Jalen Hurts was the man. He's been the man for a couple of years. He's got amazing array of weapons. Cooper Rush has been my guy. That's great. I, I think you look around, and like you said, Sarah, there's all these big names, and yeah. yet... I think the two best might be Cooper Rush and Jalen Hurts, and I might add a third name. Geno Smith, Smith has been oh, awesome in those yes. wins. And yes. Geno Smith, but you know who else has been really good? Jared Goff has been really Golf. good. You're talking about an upside-down season Golf. as far as the NFC goes, where Brady and Rodgers have been pedestrian at best statistically, and they're both 3-1, you 2-2. Know, mm-hmm. and one, two and two. They're mm-hmm. in the mix. Jalen Hurts is your answer, but you can go a variety of ways and you can't be laughed out of the room. <laughs> uh, have you seen this thing about Geno Smith and his completion percentage is so high, like he leads the league? I saw a stat that Geno could start the next game with 34 straight incompletions and still would be higher than Russell Wilson right now. You know what's crazy? The craziest thing about what wow. you just said, Peter, wow. <laughs> if we were on like a preseason show, and you go, hey, who's going to be the best quarterback in the NFC? And you go, you know what? Let me toss out some ideas to you. Uh, Cooper Rush, yeah, uh, Jared right. Goff. That's right. Geno Smith. Smith. Those are the guys. Like, how would that segment have gone if we did that call. segment August 1st? Great call. No Brady, no Rollins. That's, That's why we play the games. That's why we play the games. That's why we play the games. That's right. There was also a crazy game in London Where's this was, past Peter? Sunday. Uh, we had so much discourse on this show about the Will Lutz second mi- field goal attempt, the missed one. Like I said, this one was off one bar, off the other, Don't and say it. immediately we all call it the double doink. Double doink. Yep. It's a double doink. But football fans were quickly reminded of the original double doink in 2018, where in an Eagles Bears playoff game, one young man named Cody Parkey came out for what was a relative chippy from about 40 yards. yards. How much? 40? 43 yards. Seems like it's scarred in your memory. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> upright off upright. The original double doink. Sarah boldly said, I'm done with the term double doink. It's disgusting. And then that led to a series <laughs> of tweets from our viewers yesterday. Let's get through some of them. Hey, GMFB, how about we channel little Homer Uh-oh. Simpson and place double uh, doink with dough? Double dough! And and it also preserves the alliteration. We appreciate TV, sports TV. Critical. How about about the double dinger? Mm -hmm. That sounds like two home runs. Yeah, okay. Not that. And then we also got this great one here, which I liked from our man Patrick Minogue. 
New double doink should be called the Oingo Bioingo. Not even oh. Boingo, Bioingo. I think he misspelled the I think it's a typo. Um, there's been so much discourse on our show. It's why we love our show. And it became a, a life that's on itself. What to call that term. Mm-hmm. But are we officially done with the term? The statement is this. Mm-hmm. It is time to move on from the phrase double doink. Are we in or are we out, Jason? Or do you like it? Do you want to preserve the nature of it? Yes, I'm out. I'm, there's nothing wrong with the double doink. Like, why, why are we trying to change it? If somebody kicks the ball and it hits one upright crossbar, the definition is a double doink. There's yeah. no reason to change it's it. Concrete. I, I did look up the word. There's, there's urban dictionary. Like, we don't want to get into that. Like, we're not. <laughs> Maybe that's not, why we should change it. But we're not. <laughs> there's a lot of words that how you use them and how you phrase them can go a lot of different okay. ways. I found that out on my first few months on this show, depending <laughs> upon how you use a certain word or different things of that nature. Uh-huh. But that's not how we're using double doink. If the ball hits the uprights, hey, blame the kicker. Don't blame the person using the uh, double doink. May I cut in? Please uh, do. Sarah, Please I, do. I think you're going to class this discussion up, so maybe you should go last. Uh, this morning I was on the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. You know, because, all right, yesterday I'm sitting here saying, what's wrong with doink, doink? And like, these three turn into Beavis and Butthead and are all like laughing and snickering. I'm like, I don't understand. What, I normally have my finger on the pulse yeah. of what's... So I, I look it up and like... The, maybe the ninth definition is something, something off color. Yeah. Many of the first have to do with uh, controlled substances, which I've never heard before right. either. So Doink yeah. to me is a pro wrestling clown, which I think is great to pay homage. Tell the to. audience about Dink and Doink. Dink and Doink, Dink and Doink were clowns. I yes. mean, literally face painted, red nose, rainbow wig, and they would wrestle. And they were sort of like if the Bushwhackers became clowns. It's the same type of deal. These are deeper. What a quote! It's kind of like if Luke and <laughs> Butch. Luke and Butch were clowns. <laughs> Luke and Bush were Dink and Doink. Are we sure they weren't the same guys? No. It's, and you know what? Our, Michael Harmeyer, our producer, would be like, hey, no, actually, they, actually one of them was the same. Dink's cousin Let me finish this up. Luke. Hold on. So if anything, it should be maybe like the double thud. Like, it isn't really a doink. Okay. A doink is a cartoonish sound. The sound it makes is boom, double thud. Or I was thinking maybe like the Phil Collins, because it's like, I'm trying to. In the to, air tonight? Yeah, in the air. Phil exactly. Collins. Yeah, and Cody Parker was in the air tonight. But Sarah, just <laughs> land the plane for us, please. This is all over the place. Well, first of all, you said I was going to class it up. So clearly you don't know me. Oh, oh okay. well, I knew. Um, I was hoping I was wrong. Yeah, no, I, like, I can't class it up. I just was the one that was like, I, I'm over it. Like, I, I just don't. You know, there's certain words that you're like, I don't like that. I just, I don't. That's like, a word that makes you uncomfortable? Like the word moist? People don't like that. <laughs> yeah, word. people hate that word. Lozenge. People, ointment. See, how you, how you use words goes a okay, long so way. Okay, so doinky, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, like I, I get I don't that. Like it. so, <laughs> this is something here. But so like, it, it's not even, it's not even like the urban. It's not even looking to memory. It's, just it's the nothing word. gross. It's just the sound it's, of it. It's Doink. literally just a word that I'm just over, and I'm like, why is it call. such a? It's almost like saying. Um, Hey, that's a safety. Like, when did this become like the complete like definition? Good. Yeah, it's tough one. We know what a safety. Is. Like, why is this the like hard definition of what it is? Um, what about a double trouble footfall? I don't a know. A double trouble, trouble footfall. Foot fail or fall? Footfall. What's foot a footfall? Foot fail. What? I don't know. He kicked it. Oh, foot fail probably. Yeah, yeah. double double, double trouble. Double trouble foot fail. Yeah. Wow. They were friends. What's wrong with that? Trademark. I'm just throwing really it out like there. That. You don't like the word doink. I don't. I don't. It's gross to He's you. Loving. He's, He's loving this. But Sarah, that makes sense. There's certain words that give us the willies. There's yeah. a movement right now. Hashtag, and this comes from our guy, Aaron the Meg. Save the double doink. Oh, <laughs> that's it. right. Hashtag, save it. It's a movement. Oh, that's it's incredible. A I'm not with him. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 